0: Hi, my name is Bumi, and this is Stratosphere. We're going to be talking about COVID, basically, and how it affected different... All of us. So I'm when I say all of us, I'm going to introduce... Or they can introduce themselves, to be honest. So we can start with Val. We can go around the table, say your name. Um, I don't know what you're doing currently in your life.
1: Nice.
0: Um, and something interesting about you. I don't know, am I supposed to start? Y'all probably know me. My name is Bumi, I go to UTRGV. I'm studying science and humanities and stuff. Uh, and I'm in Austin for my SURF internship, and I'm, I'm going to find the cure for cancer, basically.
2: Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Go ahead.
2: Um, hi, my name is Val. I go to Rice in Houston, and I'm studying bioengineering. And I'm also in the Dell Medical School internship with Boomy. We're studying different mechanisms of cancer research. And something interesting about me yeah. is I used to play chess, like, competitively.
3: Oh, like mm. the Queen's
2: Gambit? We, uh, I was not that good, but <laughs> I was, like, probably
3: close. We should play sometime.
2: Yeah. Well, I would destroy you, so. <laughs> Please teach me. <laughs> um,
4: my name is Alerio. I am not in school right now because of things we will discuss during this conversation. Um, I am just working here in Austin, and something interesting about me... There's nothing. Sorry. Nothing? There's Sorry.
0: nothing? That's pretty interesting. No,
4: you gotta tell me about one of your tattoos. Um, All my tattoos on my forearm are based on songs by my favorite band. Oh, okay. One for each <laughs> album, and then I have like three anime-based tattoos, Ooh. and then a lot of tattoos my friends gave me on my legs. That's... <laughs>
0: very charitable of you to allow them wait did was it like for practice or just for fun no it was just
1: like for fun
0: oh that's cool he has a dog one
1: with sunglasses
4: on yeah that's also for a band but i let my friend do it you did
3: a good job nice all right i'm ginger i go to texas state university i'm studying electronic media um and i work in music
0: she actually has some really cool music out (laughs) Yeah, um, no, I'm going to plug it, because it's actually very good. Um, At the end, Jiji can do her little commercial if she wishes, and um, she can do a little commercial about her music, because it's actually really nice. I like it. So, yeah. Thanks.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, my name is Colin. I go to Concordia University, Texas. I'm studying environmental science and interpersonal communication, and an interesting fact about me is that I have literally never tasted coffee in my life, so...
2: I had two this morning. Wow. <laughs>
1: is are you allergic? No, I just have a <laughs> Are you idea? allergic? I was like, it's not a nut.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> should try it. We should all try
1: it today. See, here's the problem. If I try coffee, then I don't have an interesting fact anymore. <laughs> well,
2: but... that's true. You could yeah. be like, None I was... tried coffee at this age. That is true.
1: <laughs> oh, an
0: interesting fact is one time, he would still have... Here's another interesting fact, uh, Colin one time was like- You're <laughs> eating a- you're eating a Yeah.
3: In the <laughs> it's fine, it's casual.
0: Yeah, I don't know, in the other episodes I was eating, so it was fine. It was <laughs> a little bit ASMR for y'all. Oh, um, mouth sounds. <laughs> anyway, well,
3: what was the interesting fact you were
0: going to say Oh, about he- him? I think at one point he was like, me and my brother should become monks. Oh, and
1: yeah. And I was like- That's still a work in progress. Oh, though.
0: yeah, so, yeah, see, that's the other one.
1: Yeah. You got that. Yeah. But we're not monks, so that's not that interesting.
0: Well, you want to be known.
1: Eh, it's on the table. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like being connected to the world. <laughs> well. Wow. Anyway. All right. Uh, I'm Max. Uh, I
5: go to Dartmouth College, and I study biology. And uh, fun fact is uh, I'm the only person in this room with a mustache. Uh, Lies. <laughs> <laughs> nobody can disprove that.
0: So. Yeah, none of y'all can. I
1: Okay,
0: I'm a, <laughs> okay. In, Invisible mustache. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, now, they're like... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. It's fine. It really doesn't... Y'all can't see what's going on, and that's okay. So, um, so I'm going to start out... The first question is kind of like, you can go around the table. Um, describe like what your online experience with school was like. I can go first, I guess. Like, I was completely online for the year and a half, and I was living with my parents, and that was... I wouldn't say the worst experience, (laughs) but it was very difficult, uh, especially at the beginning, because, like, being, like, in-between adult, especially turning 20 during that time, like, it didn't feel like it really counted. It was really strange. Um, And, uh, I mean, I have a good relationship with my parents now, (laughs) which is good, but that was really difficult to say the least.
2: Yeah, for me, um my school opened up so we were on campus, but our classes were like mostly online, so I was taking all my classes from my dorm room. Um so it was like it was it was good I guess like I got to see college campus, but it was really empty um and it was hard because you felt like everybody was there, but we couldn't really see each other because of all the restrictions. Um but I was still like thankful that we were we were let on campus, but um it was definitely not the same as a regular school year um mm-hmm. but yeah that was my experience
4: uh, my experience especially the like honestly the best part of it um, I, when I say best part of it I just mean the least terrible <laughs> was um surprisingly the first transition to hmm. online. Oh yeah. Because it just went downhill
0: from there, no? Yeah,
4: it went yeah. downhill it from there.
1: there. It was like double spring break. Exactly, <laughs> it was great. We were like, oh sweet,
4: we got extra spring break, we'll be back at school in like a week, but no. Um, I'd say it wasn't that bad just because at that time the teachers were like, well we don't know what we're doing either, so we're <laughs> yeah. just gonna like,
1: ah. we're just mm-hmm. gonna.
4: Everything was up in the air, but then by the time last semester, or like, fall 2020 semester rolled around everybody was just assholes yeah it's like everything online sorry yeah. for swearing <laughs> whoever's, whoever's <laughs> editing this i'm sorry yeah, yeah i mean well it's fine
3: it doesn't
0: fine it's fine
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. um similar for me i it started like spring 2020 was when everything kind of went weird mm-hmm. um and so it was like okay we're just gonna ext- extend spring break for like a week and then it was like oh a couple months and i was like the whole semester um <laughs> and then i was taking summer classes as Ooh. well so that was really weird um and then yeah by, by the fall i feel like the professors kind of had their own thing Going, um, and that always that always that wasn't always the best for us as students. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it definitely wasn't the best, and especially at that time in my life, I I think I was like 18 still when the pandemic oh, like hit, yeah. and I was going out, I was going to concerts, I was doing my whole thing, <laughs> and then all of a sudden can't do that anymore, and then I was like with my parents, and like it was just, it was weird. Um, yeah. Anyways, so that that was my journey with COVID, or at least the beginning of it, and here we are now.
1: So my experience with COVID and with school, the main thing was that it's super hard to engage when you're online, especially because um, most of the professors did not require the cameras to be on. So it was like um, just me and the professor and then like 30 blank, like little portraits most of the time. It just felt very non-organic and it was very awkward. And it was also really easy, two hardest things were, it was so easy to just drift off and go like do the dishes or do your laundry or do literally anything else and nobody would notice and there was not really any consequences. And we never, at my university, we never used any of those lockdown browser things. So almost everybody I know just stopped studying for like a whole year because you could just like be studying your notes on the computer and then the test opens up and you just alt-tab back into the test and back into your notes and it's just this constant like, Temptation that people were having because there were no checks on it. um So yeah. Everyone except for you. Yeah, but I never (laughs) did that.
0: (laughs) I actually believe because he has really strong morals.
1: It was definitely a. It was definitely difficult though, just because, like, you knew going into the test that it was just going to be on the same screen as your notes, and it was so hard to get yourself to prepare because you knew every other person was taking an open note test. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway.
5: Yeah, we were uh, uh, at school taking classes from our dorm rooms too, and I think they kind of accounted for uh, people having notes. So the tests were just structured differently, Mm -hmm. uh, which was kind of weird. But I didn't see very many people. It was kind of the same thing where we all know we're near each other, but nobody can talk to each other. So I had one friend and we would go out and eat lunch on a bench every day and it was really depressing and it was it would be it was sweet for like three days and then it was like we don't have anybody else and, so, um, and then it was a different friend in the in the winter term and then i had a, diff- a different one in the spring term but by then there were two friends so that was
1: that was a pretty you must pretty like uh-huh. A movie. A movie? Yeah.
2: That could
0: be a movie, actually. I hope that there are movies about COVID. No,
1: I don't want to watch it. I
2: do not want to watch it. <laughs> it. <laughs> Did they already
4: <laughs> start? like oh, they definitely like...
2: would make fucking COVID. Sorry. Uh, they <laughs> <laughs> would make <movies. laughs> Like, they make movies about every bad thing that's happened. Yeah. yeah.
4: I feel they usually like... wait a couple years, but I'm pretty sure they already <laughs> I started. They're already seven I seven don't four. think yeah. it
2: would be that
3: interesting, though. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, they're going to I mean, yeah, I feel like they would.
0: Star Crossed Love going to say, oh, I was, <laughs> like to up. Love. Yeah, I was gonna say, they're gonna be like, oh, this girl and this girl and this girl, or this guy and this girl, whatever. and They're I'm gonna so be, in love with me. Yeah, and then they're gonna be freaking across the neighborhood or something.
3: Let's kiss! <laughs> like, it's gonna be
0: so bad. Well, have, you guys seen,
3: yeah.
1: have you guys <laughs> seen five feet apart?
3: Oh yeah, the well, same I thing. That. Oh, is that, like, that that one about the sick people? Yeah, they can't yeah. get within five oh, feet of
1: yeah. each other. Yeah. Allie, my girlfriend six, and I. Six, in a hot yeah, we we went and saw that movie <laughs> like a couple weeks before COVID happened, and oh, she was yeah. just like, "Can you imagine?" Oh yeah, and I remember Allie
0: talking to me and being like, "This is so terrible, I can't." I can't see she was
1: like crying during the movie. She was like, Aww. "I was like, nothing like this will ever happen." Oops. Yeah. So the question we
0: can like. The next question is, what is something you learned during COVID, which could be like open-ended, whether it's by yourself, school, environment, whatever? I think for me, uh, I guess I learned, I learned a lot about myself, I think. Um, I learned what parts of me, because I lived with my parents, I learned what parts of me were me, what parts of me were definitely my parents, mm-hmm. um, and learning how to like, kind of draw the line and understanding that. Um and I think most of all I think I learned the biggest takeaway for me was that like rest um is most definitely like a productive thing because it enables you to do the other productive
2: things. But yeah, that's yeah. just me. No, that's that's really true. Um I think I realized like what you're I think I realized what I was capable of and like what a, a lot of other people were capable of like mm-hmm. being able to like make the hard choices of like not hanging especially cuz we're young and we yeah. think that like we're immune to covid and like it doesn't really affect us but we still like made the active choice to like be responsible because mm-hmm. of the people that we love and like i have a little sister she's like mm-hmm. one year old so like i didn't want to be hanging out with people and like bringing the disease back to her and stuff like that it was really tough because you know like we're in a point of our lives where like we don't want to be alone like we want to socialize and yeah. so i realized like people are a lot more capable of being selfless than like they thought they were um and like i think that's important especially like the community Um, And with the environment, I think I realized that so much of the, like, transportation that we use is so unnecessary, like, with Zoom conferences, Mm -hmm. like, people, like, traveling across the country or across the world for, like, to meet with other people, like, a lot of that is so unnecessary, and, like, you know, we saw, like, the emissions go down um, significantly, so that was something interesting that, like, I think everybody, like, learned from. Mm Mm -hmm.
4: Okay, so I know this is about COVID, but there's a lot that happened during that, like, time frame. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So one of the big things that I learned about my environment um, was how awful the people in my life were. Yes. Not when I say the people in my life, I don't mean, like, necessarily my close friends. That's so cool. Um, What I mean is, like, the people I knew went to school with, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff going on last year. There was a lot of political movements going on. And you saw some people's true colors, you yeah. know. Yeah, you actually. learned that a lot I learned a lot about that during everything going on. Also because everybody's just stuck inside. So they're always just online. Yeah. Never shutting up. Yeah. Never <laughs> never just being like, maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on something. <laughs> you know? Maybe I so, should talk. Yeah. So I, you learned a lot about that. Um and going off of what she said, I completely agree. It, like it really shows that people don't necessarily need to be coming into this office job oh, all the yeah, time. Okay. They can do these things from home, yeah. Yeah. And, and I can see that going a couple different ways, whether it's more beneficial for workers mm-hmm. or worse for yeah. workers, you know. My, not conspiracy theory, but what I theorize will eventually will come down to is eventually companies will probably start making offices like, you can live there, and it's just like a stipend out of your check. Because if you look at like regular office jobs now, how many of them already have restaurants at the bottom of them? Yeah. They already have all this stuff and, and all that, so now they can just sort of be like, oh well, you can live here and we'll just take a small amount out of your check mm-hmm. and you're here all the time.
0: There are already places, I feel like, there's actually, the guy who called me during this, um, he like actually is taking a software job or whatever and mm-hmm. that's how it's gonna be. Yeah, well, yeah.
4: exactly. Um, and then the other thing, I, I'm sorry to disagree with you, I completely think it really also showed how selfish people Oh, no, are.
2: I definitely think that. Like, yeah, there are definitely yeah, some people yeah. that were
4: very, like, selfless and so to be responsible, yeah. Like, I also made sure to stay in. Right. And because mm-hmm. I have to worry about my mom and my yeah. little sister who yeah. have both serious health issues.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But there's so many people I know that did the exact opposite. No, I definitely they agree. They were still partying back in, like... Just a couple months ago, way back when, before they nobody was vaccinated, like general public, oh my God. No, it wasn't safe. It was very, very awful. We had the COVID parties. Yes, exactly.
0: That's terrifying. Yes. Like I think about those, and I'm like, why do you think this is a joke? Like I think I had like a few close relatives actually get COVID, and I was like,
4: I mean, I got it. Um, it like
0: ah, whenever I think about that, I, I just I had a mad. family
4: member die from it. Oh my God, so I wasn't like sad. close with them. I it wasn't like direct family it was like married family yeah. oh but still it was still. my it was my stepbrother's grandfather oh wow so
0: i'm still sorry i was okay
4: he was he was messed up i said i didn't he was not really like yeah, yeah. he's not my family
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was very messed
4: up yeah yeah that was actually like about a year ago exactly wow. it's like more near the beginning of it yeah because we because we all had like COVID at the same time oh and the bad part was that like we had it when he passed away so he was like wasn't there when he passed away mm-hmm. and he was like in the hospital but he was able to he was negative by the time that um by the time that the funeral rolled around mm-hmm. so he was able to deliver like the eulogy and stuff mm-hmm.
5: okay.
4: That's good. yeah sorry i went on a long run mm-hmm. about that your <laughs> yeah. turn Here You go. um yeah
3: sam had some family members family members pass away um that was rough, just because we couldn't like be there and you know yeah. do the whole. I feel, like I come from like a Mexican American family, and so we have like a lot of traditions and all of that, especially surrounding death. And so yeah. when mm-hmm. we weren't able to come together and do those things, it was definitely very weird. Um, felt like they weren't able. Like I I don't know for us, felt like like are they able to, like pass on because like we didn't. Anyways, mm-hmm. that no, was a whole thing. No, I, yeah. um, I also I kind of saw the selfish people and the selfless people and. I was just like, okay, <laughs> I'm just being I'm i I'm just staying inside. Luckily, I never got COVID. Um, very surprising. It's been like what two years now. Yeah. I'm very about. lucky to have not done gotten that. Um but um I the, I guess the one thing that I kind of I wouldn't say I liked about it, but it was really cool seeing the city like empty yeah like i feel like i thought that looked so cool and also traffic was really nice oh yeah i was gonna say <laughs> I, I started driving <laughs> during
0: this time until now that there's like traffic i'm like no 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 no, no. no. oh my god getting here
4: there's so much
3: traffic yeah. right when, oh. I, when, I, when,
4: when i when I when when that when it first started i would get to like from san marcus to like round rock like 45 minutes oh yeah see 30 45 minute drive Nobody else was on the road. Cops weren't pulling people over. Yeah. Because they didn't want to interact with the public at first. Yeah. So they were just like, seriously, they were, at that time, they were told to like not pull people over. Unless they were like doing something very egregious. Like, yeah. You know, like ridiculous, like 120.
3: You know? <laughs> like,
1: if they were like 85.
3: Whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, uh, the quarantine experience it was very interesting for me and my family my brother and my mom are at risk so they were very serious about the hey stay home and don't do anything and I realized very quickly how busy and like noisy life is for most people because you drive to school in class all day go see people like listen to music play a video game watch tv just like all this stuff and as soon and as soon as I was in quarantine and all that stuff kind of immediately stopped. I had so much time on my hands and it was almost overwhelming, like trying to figure out what to do with it. So one of the big things I noticed was that I had a lot more time to either choose like noise or to choose like silence and like be with myself and like see what is going on with me. And I noticed like with me and a lot of my other friends, this is kind of like a weird thing to talk about, I guess, but we have these or I noticed it myself I have these tendencies to like medicate you could say like negative emotions instead of like exploring them because you're so it's so easy to just be busy and to just go to other things um like you're sad you're tired you're angry you're um, overwhelmed it's so easy to just go distract yourself or to like go out or to whatever but um just being able to have a lot of time to sit and to have to Kind of be forced to embrace like those negative emotions that you experience and not even to just recognize like oh i'm sad or oh i feel lonely or oh i'm like afraid um but also ask like where is that coming from like am i afraid because of something that happened in my childhood like am i afraid because of this thing that keeps coming up and like this is a weird experience i'm having Um, and then noticing like the outlets you go to when you have those emotions like do Mm -hmm. i always cope with playing a video game to escape this do i always cope with like going out and seeing friends or like for a lot of people it's pornography or alcohol you know what i mean so i don't know just like noticing those things in myself and in other people and for a lot of us we really had to choose to just like keep seeing that for a year or to actually like embrace and ask those hard questions and figure out what was going on so it was a really important time of like personal exploration and like growth for me is my point so yeah
5: yeah i had like a similar experience uh to that when you're kind of alone for a long time because i was like oh i'm pretty introverted this will be nice i'll just (laughs) sit around and get a lot done and it was like that for like probably six months and then it was like uh uh i'm spending too much time alone with myself so it like didn't occur to me to go out and do stuff that would like help me cope with it so i would just like think about like how do i solve this problem in my own head um and then eventually it was like "Ah, i should probably go see other people uh and so somewhere along the way, it was um, it made me realize that I just need to be more social, even when it's not convenient. Um, yeah. And then I took the MCAT this uh, past spring, and I didn't see anybody for, like, 10 weeks, like, at all. So that was, like, the culminating experience of being completely alone, which, <laughs> yeah, you
1: shouldn't do that. Well, another interesting thing that I wanted to point out was, like, I don't know if any of you relate to this but in my circle for a lot of people they got so tired of being on the computer that i saw a lot of people kind of transition from like binging netflix and playing video games all day to then like becoming more outdoorsy or like picking up yeah, new hobbies because they were just like i'm so tired of staring at a screen and sitting in this chair all day and i was one of those people because i used to play like video games for eight hours a day <laughs> and then covid happened so i'd be like playing video games and then be an online class and then do my homework online and then i was just like I, my life is draining out of <laughs> me right now. It's a blue light. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I have
0: like two <laughs> yeah. of the Yeah. Um. But yeah, all of these are really like reflective responses. I think a theme I feel like, especially with COVID, is that a lot of people were forced now to have time or forced to, in some way, shape, or form, reflect whether. It'd be like tragedies like the George Floyd thing, whether it be environmental stuff. Like, we had so much time, I think, to reflect that a lot of people, like for me, for example, I think I realized, like, because I talk a lot, but I think I didn't, I never really thought of myself as introverted in any way, shape, or form at all. I was like, oh no, I talk a lot. Like, I love talking to people. Um, but I was actually, like, in terms of, like, the social stuff, I was really okay, I think, until literally, like, the beginning of summer, and then I was like, nah, this is too much, (laughs) like, I was good for about a year and a half, or about a year, to be honest, not a year and a half, and then towards the end, like, in May, I, like, started to feel kind of like, yeah, I need to see people again, Mm because I'm seeing the same people from church or the same people from whoever or whatever in my family and that's great but i need to talk to someone who's not my family who is the same age as me mm-hmm. um and i was really like difficult um whenever i got to that place because it was immediate and it was like i hate it here <laughs> um, but yeah i think the next thing we can talk about while we're on this kind of vein of like personal stuff is like what Were your, like, relationships, like, whether they be friendships? You could talk about... You could talk generally. You could talk specifically. I think for me, towards the beginning of COVID, I actually, like... I remember I called you, and I was literally in tears because I was like, I have to let this person go, and I don't want to because (laughs) it makes me... Like, literally, because we... Me and this person had been friends since, like, like beginning of high school. Mm -hmm. And it was really, 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 really difficult. But it was something... I was really convicted about it because I was like, this i see myself going on this like i want to be this person and this person who's in my life right now or a bunch of people actually who are in my life at the time were not people who are like conducive to that like i guess vision of what i wanted to be
4: right
0: um and so now like i feel like i'm growing a lot still growing a lot have grown a lot um but in terms of relationships my like circle of people have definitely gotten smaller and i've gotten like honestly okay with like not being in communication with people all the time like I used to be um
2: I think that's the thing mostly with my relationships and friendships and whatnot yeah I think going off that like family relationships you like my mom is definitely a type of person where I can talk louder no no no, it's okay it's okay. (laughs) okay I just want to see the time okay um where um we get along better if we're farther apart just because she's very controlling and I think a lot of people can relate to stuff like that where like you can have a better relationship with your parents or your family if you have a little bit more distance mm-hmm. um and, and being living with someone like for so long just like it, it can be hard if they're, they're that type of person so i definitely had to work on that and quarantine was a hard time because of that um, and it also let me see like in terms of friendship like what friendships were just because of like your circumstances or like mm-hmm. i guess like situational friendships just because you go to school together and then you never again like after march 13th like there's people i've never talked to again who like I considered my like friends but I guess I mean if you don't like talk to them then you're not really their friend but it just let you see like the people that you want to put time into because you also had to choose um for me I had to choose like seeing one or two people like at six feet apart with masks Mm -hmm. like you can't see everybody like like it's not safe especially in the beginning of a pandemic and so it let you think like which people you really want to put your time into um and like go out of your way to see because it was definitely like Way harder to
0: do, I think um, like I had oh I'm sorry like, hold on, I'm done so you can get it. i I wanted to i guess branch out on that as well is that I think I realized um whenever I was online like I have a cert like I have a, a battery i don't know how I didn't realize this in high school, like I have a battery, and I have this I spent so much time at school, like Colin knows because like we were in contact the entire time, mm-hmm. like I have a certain, i have like five six hours seven usually, of like school and work. And I tutor online, I also volunteer online, I do all of these other things online in front of a screen. And then after that, I have to have time away from that and rest. And so then my like friendships became purely like optional in a weird way, because I was like, okay, I have school and I have rest and that's it, that's fine, I'm good, I'm fine for like the longest time until like May. And I was like, okay, I need social stuff. But before that, like I had to actually choose who I wanted to be in contact with um, and who I wanted to like contribute to um, when it came to, like I guess, me as a person, because the people that you're around, like your environment is really, 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 really important. And the people you allow into that space is really important too. Um, and I just feel like that was something that I was really intentional about in terms of friendships during COVID as well. Sorry, go ahead, Larry.
4: No, I, you're totally fine. Um, for me, it was kind of a weird time with, like, my relationship with the people around me. Like, I had gotten out of a very a long-term relationship, like, the, a week before the pandemic like, really hit. Just in time. And <laughs> so then I was Sorry, completely I'm... alone. <laughs> oh. I was in my apartment by myself until, like, move-out date for about five months. Because my, my other roommate, she went back to her house in Austin because her family wanted yeah. her to stay there. And then... My ex-girlfriend who was also living there obviously wasn't staying there anymore. Yeah. but I was like I'm paying rent here I'm gonna stay here Like yeah. I don't care like, yeah so I was just there by myself for months Wow and <clears throat> like as we've been all saying like that added a lot of introspection that had to happen like I like being alone but I like what being able to choose when I'm alone not yeah. being alone because you have to be yeah um, And then the other big thing, as I already mentioned, is that it kind of made me realize some people in my life were not good people. Um, With everything going on, like, I had one friend. I had, he was, like, one of my best friends. Like, it was always, it was me, him, and one other person. And it was always the three of us. And then, out of nowhere, he's just, like, saying all this stuff. And we're just like, dude, you need to stop. You need to cool it. Like, hit the brakes real quick. And he was like, nah, like, you guys can't silence me. Oh no, he was like, yeah, he was like that. <laughs> and I my it's it's because he joined the military. Oh yeah, everyone. And, and it's like so he had he started to like kind of have that mindset be altered because he he I had never heard him say things like that before. He was like yeah, I don't care about the homeless. He was like they can just like oh whatever it's their fault for being on drugs oh and no. drunk all the time like. Yeah it, yeah, it was it was a hard time, man. I have not spoken to him in almost a year. And like I said, he was one of my closest friends. So. And then also my relationship got better with my dad because when I eventually moved out in August, I ended up moving to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I was living in Dallas until like last month. Mm-hmm. And so I lived with him for the first time in my life. So that was, it was rocky, but it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, so thing happened to me, I had broken up with my boyfriend, like, it was like two weeks before, and usually what I do is I like to distract myself, um, so I'll go out and I'll do other things, and I'll just invest myself in work, um, but I, everything stopped, so then I was like, oh, I'm alone with my thoughts, um, so yeah, that was tough, and I've always kept my, like, friendship circle pretty small, um, just because, like, after high school, like, I feel like I was just like, hey... I'm like my own person. Like I don't have to see all these people anymore. Like I can be who I wanna be. I don't have to be the person that people want me to be. And so I feel like it kind of went on that little like self-help journey already before COVID happened. So by the time like everything started happening I already had my close circle of friends already. Um, and I don't know, overall it was okay. Like I was fine. Like I've always been pretty reserved, um, but it definitely, I didn't realize how much I actually miss being around people yeah i feel like i guess i think i took it for granted because i was like oh i like being alone i'm good on my own um and then i realized actually <laughs> i like being around people and i <laughs> like yeah so that was a learning experience for me
1: that's an interesting point of taking things for granted i think there's a lot of stuff that i took for granted before this um especially like being with people or even being able to like go to the grocery store and it not being weird you know um, yes. But I know Boomy and I actually reconnected oh, yeah. during COVID. Because so, it was interesting. <laughs> like we never saw each other because you were going to a different church and a different school. Yeah. And so it just wasn't we weren't in the same circle. And COVID kind of opened up this weird new dynamic where you you most of your interactions were happening through Zoom. So like we had groups on Zoom mm-hmm. and it was everybody in the group was people that I normally would not see or hang out with. Um so it kind of created this weird dynamic of like all these interactions happening with people that you never knew or never saw much of and that's kind of like why we reconnected and yeah. we started facetiming and even though we, know, we saw each other more after yeah, covid so it was like really
0: it was really funny because i remember one time i because like how i know colin we went to the same church yeah but also i would this sounds kind of bad <laughs> so like the only <laughs> reason know. why i like even knew Colin existed to be honest or like talk to him was literally because I was best friends with his girlfriend yeah. so like yeah and I don't even remember how I even got your number to be honest.
4: I don't, I don't really like
0: know. I I don't know but um I remember just calling him i don't even remember the reason i think i was really bored and i was like who have i like not talked to in a long time so i called you and i didn't really think you were going to pick up and then you did and i was like oh and so then we just started talking and i remember one of the first like lines of things we would talk about was just like racial stuff i feel like the thing that a lot of people i knew nothing yeah i was gonna say like he he knew absolutely nothing and it was really interesting um ignorant like me as a black person um and him as a white male um to like interact just because I was like these are things that I go through that you should know about and I'm not expecting you to understand the way I understand because it's like a living experience oh yeah I remember yeah. that conversation
1: I was asking you about like culture because I was like yeah. I was someone had, like <laughs> white people have no culture and I was like that's kind of true <laughs> so I just didn't get it and yeah I, I, felt, I don't know I felt like I learned a lot yeah from those conversations
0: That was like the I don't know, that was like a new relationship fun like thing because I was I've never really been in that setting where I'm I guess in a friendship whereby I'm teaching people about myself as like like my identity. And even like with Marco too, y'all don't know Marco, but he's one of my friends too, and he's like he's Hispanic. And he was uh he was also like, What is your like life like like Mm. what is that what is that like um and so it was just very interesting because i was put in a position where i was able to i guess share what my like parts of my identity with other people and that actually like helped or edify them and i think that helps at least i hope it helped you (laughs) (laughs) to like not just like for understanding sake but also like whenever you encounter other people who are black who are women um like that you can operate with a certain understanding and i didn't really think about that until just now yeah.
1: but yeah well no it was good uh and really helpful because it was a perspective i didn't have before um and that was the other thing it connected you to more diverse people because you normally have your circle but then once you go into like the zoom world and then all sorts of people are in there <laughs> um but the, the hardest part of covid um for me was i was in a, a Going into COVID, I was three years into a long-term relationship with my girlfriend, like you just mentioned, and we had our four-year anniversary during COVID, and we had not gotten within six feet of each other in almost a year because my whole family was at risk, and they were, like, super stressed out about it, and she was very, like, she was working, she was going to school in person, she was doing all this stuff, and it wasn't her fault. It was just...
0: That was the circumstance that she was at. Yeah, and it was
1: just... and, And, like, her family was, like... Like they were working yeah, yeah they were all in person and her too. and her brother was like covid's not real so it was like that kind of situation <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah garrett just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but anyway anyway so that was like a huge huge source of conflict and we actually we actually broke up during covid because we could not like it was just fighting constantly for like a whole year and then it opened the door for both of us to kind of humble ourselves and like ask like, what What am I feeling? Like, why is this happening? And for her, it was ultimately, like, she was not feeling loved because I wasn't saying, like, I'm going to risk it to, like, be with you. And I was feeling disrespected because I thought I was protecting my family. And she was like, you're doing something stupid and you don't love me. You know what I mean? so it was just, like, this constant cycle. And um, she, if you ask her about it, she would say, like, she thinks COVID actually saved our relationship because we went into, like, the valley of, like, conflict. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then came out of it like healthy and I don't think anything that bad could happen again because it was like very unhealthy for both of us but now we're doing really really well and we learned so much from the experience so it was just like that trial by fire that kind of happened because of COVID and we made it through that which was very cool
0: um let's see I guess like this is kind of branching off of that so how did you keep up with friendships or like do you have this doesn't have to be everybody whoever like immediately have something to say i was just thinking i guess for myself i um i talked to there's basically only one person that i talk to on a day-to-day basis and it's marco um and
1: marco is awesome
0: marco's i wish he was here honestly because he's really uh he's kind of chaotic but like in a he's chaotic out of,
1: good yeah he's
0: chaotic <laughs> good like he's out of everybody here i feel like he's more aligned to Hilario, but like in the, like.
4: Is it because we're both Hispanic? No! <laughs> no, it's because. No, it's literally I'm because. Sorry, that was just too easy. You <laughs> walked right into
0: that one. He's like, um, how do I say it? Like, it's like, for example, like your piercings are one of the things that he was like, oh, I really want to get piercings, I really want to get tattoos, but my parents will. They kill also me. look
1: kind of similar. A little bit. For we're spending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair so, enough, man. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: like, so, but he's one of the people that I talk to on a daily basis. And I think, like, one of the things that happened during COVID is, like, I deleted a lot of my social media. I wasn't on social media, like, at all Um, and it was and it became very strange to me I think because like whenever I tried to go back on I was like why do people know like people that I don't talk to like know me and they see what I'm doing and that's weird because I don't talk to them because I'm very used to like oh yeah the people who know how I'm doing or anything about me like in my current situation are people that I have an active friendship with and so then I go on social media and it's like oh yeah my like old high school teacher knows that I'm doing this yeah I know it's like really weird (laughs) So, like, that's, I think, for me, in terms of friendships, uh, it became a very, like, I guess, intentional thing. And it mostly was just, like, I just would text people. I wouldn't use any other thing. And if I didn't, if I felt like, oh, I can't have a text conversation with this person, because I don't know if this is just me, but, like, There were people who I was like, oh, yeah, I can talk to, like, um, I can talk to them on, like, Snapchat, but, like, not on text, because that's, like, weird. I had most of my conversations on, like, different social media apps, and then, like, texts were, like, more serious. I don't know if that makes
1: sense. Well, no, because I had conversations with, like, what, I'd be messaging them on Instagram and also messaging them on, like, Discord (laughs) and also texting them. They're having, like, three different conversations. (laughs) Sounds... What am I doing? (laughs)
0: Like... I, I learned basically that like the people if I can't have a conversation with them through text I just basically didn't talk to them right um and that was I guess how I maintained friendships um and there are more people who like talk less I have friends who don't text a lot um and learning how to navigate that because I'm someone who like I don't know like I like to be even if it's like not all throughout the day like I like to know what people are doing and she will like not text for like a month. And I'm like, are you dead? <laughs> like, are you okay? But yeah, that's how I kept in contact with people. If there's any immediate, not everyone has to talk. I don't want any pressure, but.
1: I was just going to say, you know this better. Well, not better, but as well as anyone else who knows me. But I had to, my main thing with maintaining relationships was convincing people that I still love them, even though I'm the worst, <laughs> worst texter ever. I have to do that. Yeah, because will text me like, for three days not in a row but like she'll text me like three different times and then I'll, and then like two weeks later i'll be like oh my gosh i just read this <laughs> and it's not because i'm like ignoring your text i just like am so bad at having a phone and you know like at the beginning yeah. of covid i had a flip phone so,
3: <laughs> oh my god yeah. yeah and he loved it <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was
0: pretty awesome <laughs> yeah he it was so funny i remember and then one time you, his phone actually broke and phone? His,
1: no the, no i don't remember i had a phone. smartphone it broke and then i was like flip phone
0: um, <laughs> yeah and like his uh, your parents were like please get a phone he was like
2: no i don't
1: want one <laughs> my dad was like i will buy you an iphone 10 and i was like i will use this blackberry flip phone. <laughs> oh, no. eventually it, was... it got like impossible just because it had so it was so limited but it was kind of nice because you just didn't feel like you were constantly connected to everything like yeah. you actually were able to get away and think because if you have a phone you're like email twitter instagram whatever like people texting you people calling you there's Mm -hmm. always like the impending like connection which is good in a sense but also it's hard when you can't get away from it yeah
0: yeah
1: so
3: thoughts um similar thing i'm really bad at communicating through my phone (laughs) um i'm bad at texting i don't use snapchat i don't know i'm like i feel like i'm too old for i don't know anyways I don't know, like, I'm just like, people ask me for my snap, and I'm like, I'm 20 years old.
1: <laughs> I mean, that snap came around, like, when we were in middle school, high school. Yeah. Like, where were the demographic that <laughs> I was targeting?
3: But, anyway, so I'm really bad at everything, but because I work in music, I definitely have to be on social media a lot, have to post a lot, I have to, like, make a TikTok a day, I have to do all these different things, <laughs>
0: um, don't say anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to, basically I have to be like a social media influencer if I want people to listen to my music. Yeah, and it's really annoying. Um, and I always feel icky about it. I don't know why this like social media sometimes just makes me feel icky. I relate. Yeah, and so um, I yeah.
4: See what you mean. Like it, when you're having to do it in that sense. Like if you're just posting stuff on your social media because you're like. Look at this thing I today. Is this, <laughs> Isn't this awesome? But then if it's like, you're like you're saying it, it's, yeah. it's a job. Yeah, it's a job. At that point. And that's yeah. probably why I feel like
3: yeah, basically. If you
4: if you're doing something and it becomes a job, it generally stops to be fun. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
3: So that's my life, but it's really bad because then I'll be posting a lot, and then I have friends who I haven't responded to in like forever, yeah. and i then people think I don't like them or I'm ignoring them. It's like no, I'm literally just working. This is my job. I don't even want to be on my phone anymore. Like, but then I can't really see you because I I can drive, but I still have friends who can't drive, okay. and so then it's like, well then I have to pick you up, and it's like I'm tired. <laughs> like I love you so much, but sometimes I just
0: just don't want to drive like 30 miles yeah yeah that's
3: very bad (laughs) yeah so I don't know if I'm a good friend or not but no
0: I think I think that's one of the things I learned is that there's more than just like people who like to talk to people and people who don't like to talk to people is that there's a lot of things that are dictated by circumstance that's an understanding I came to like with COVID is that there are some people who like who oh yeah like I would love to hang out with you but it's not just like oh I have to babysit or oh I have this or that it's like I have a car but you live far away or I don't feel like driving because I was on zoom for like seven hours and I'm tired yeah Um, I don't have the mental focus to even have a conversation with you right now and I've had to like say that to people who want to talk and I'm like I if you try and talk to me I will either fall asleep or hang up like I don't have the anything to like have a conversation right now so I feel like that's a I think that there are different kinds of one of the things I learned even whenever we left high school is that there are some people who are okay high school friends but are not good college oh, yeah. friends. Definitely. Yeah, like because either they can't maintain like any kind of friendship when you're not in person or because me and Zoe, for example, okay. I'm like referencing people that nobody knows okay. except for Ginger. I know. <laughs> um but like Yeah. Like Zoe uh went to school with um she went to school with us in high school and I'm me and her are like still best friends. Um and long term friendships are really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really hard. And I think COVID made everything seem like a long term friendship. So whenever you like don't text someone or don't call someone, it like it kind of feels different whenever you know that you actually won't see them in like any near future. Um, I don't think it makes you a bad friend though, because Maybe like I, other people.
3: I think what I've learned is that there's different ways of showing affection mm-hmm. and um and so sometimes I guess that's, I, we were talking about it earlier. earlier, mm-hmm. you kind of have to kind of tell people about you and who you are, maybe mm-hmm. like what you like, and mm-hmm. um, I know with some friends it's like, well I appreciate it when you text me more, and so I try to make sure I make an effort a bit, mm-hmm. um, but there, people show love and care in different ways, so that's something I learned, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, like, a physical touch person, so I love hugging my friends. Yeah, same. <laughs> so COVID was really hard for me. I, like, yeah. And especially if I met with, like, my best friend and we were, like, six feet, I was, like, I want to hug you. And yeah. I can't. you're so far. Yeah. And so, like, we do, like, we FaceTime so much randomly. We do, like, weekly, like, now, like, Netflix party together. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. that's the
0: best thing ever. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And
2: so, like, But I, like, missed her even if we were, like, six feet apart because yeah. I couldn't, like, hug her. And it just felt like... I don't know that's a big way that I show my affection so it's like no. yeah and even if you have a mask on it's like uh, yeah no, you can so like it's, so.
1: it's funny that you say that because like when me and Allie would hang out we'd be together and she'd say I miss you so much I'm like yeah. we're hanging no, out exactly. <laughs> I definitely said that yeah, so Sometimes, i had to learn that yeah. lesson because yeah. I, I, physical touch isn't that big of a deal for me so we'd be talking and i'm like yeah we're having right, an engaging conversation and, and she's, she's like, like i miss you so much <laughs> like, we've been talking for two hours i, <laughs> <finish that." laughs> I don't get it yeah. what's, what's, the, what's the problem yeah
0: yeah. all right the next thing i guess um now we can move maybe a little bit towards school so <laughs> yeah like uh, Um, again, nobody has, like, whoever wants to talk. Bounce around. Yeah, we can bounce around. So, like, the question I wanted to throw out there is, what feedback would you have, I guess, for your professors or administration at your school? Listen to your damn students. Yeah.
4: And what they actually have to say.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, hot takes, let's go. That was aggressive. Okay,
3: I was going to say that, like, don't have, like, the attendance, like, taken. I don't know. At least for me, like, even in high school, I missed so much school. And I would get, I would have to go then on Saturdays to go make up that school. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah. So it's just that in college, I mean, it was a little bit better. But it, especially like, during a pandemic, it's like, why are you trying to take attendance? Like, <laughs> and, especially, and I hated when, I know that you preferred, um, I think, like, people being, in, uh, what was it, like, had their well, camera, the camera on. Camera, yeah. Yeah. I hated that. I hated being seen. <laughs> And, like, it was just, no yeah, so, I, and so I just, I hate people who take attendance.
0: Yeah. And I'm just, like, because sometimes I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, sometimes I, I think, but, the, okay, see, the difference between me and Ginger is that they're, like, oh, you have to have, a, you have, to have your camera on. Like, okay, I'm going to come out with my durack and I'm going to be, like, in a, I'm going to be in my blanket, and I'm going to be watching you. Oh, that's like, nice. I know like, because I, because to me it's, like, oh, if you want, the camera on you need to be ready for whatever it is that you oh, see oh that's so wonderful like i don't like i don't have any i care too much about what
3: people think of me. oh no
0: <laughs> i think especially like, this is the personal growth that happened recently i just stopped caring what people thought i was yeah. like if i'm doing good and i know i'm doing good your perception doesn't change that oh yeah
3: it's none of my business yeah like, i don't need to know
0: what you think. yeah
3: about. like but i care what i look like yeah
0: that's very valid um i feel like for me in terms of professors or administration I think the biggest thing is just like, you need to understand that people learn differently. Not everyone can learn in a lecture and very few people I think can learn through Zoom lecture. If you have that, you're like, I don't know, a superhero, I don't know, because I can't do that.
1: Um, Like I said earlier, it's just so hard, or so easy to just drift. Oh, i got to do the dishes, and then just walk away.
0: And then, like, not, you know? And especially because I was taking OCHEM 1 and 2, like, both of them online, it was extremely difficult because it meant that, like, for me, because I did so much better when I didn't have class and there was just material. Because then I could structure my day exactly how I wanted to do it, um, and... Like, me being in class was, like, honestly a waste of time. Because I wasn't, like, that's not how I can engage in content. If I need, like, this sounds bad. If I need to, I will make office hours. (laughs) Because I, like, because the way that I would learn, especially for organic chemistry, is you have to, like, practice it. Um, And so it was really difficult for me to attend class because I already had other stuff that I had to do. And then that just felt like another thing that I had to sit through, especially with the camera on. That was the more frustrating part. um, It's just that if you're going to have online classes you need to be able to offer both synchronous and asynchronous options and you need to be able to that there needs to be like some kind of flexibility too because um like not everyone can handle like I had most of my classes synchronous in the spring and it was so difficult um like it was it was so hard I hated it so much I think like my mental health like really took like it really took several punches um from that semester just because I had to be in front of a computer all time. But yeah, those are my thoughts. And, and I
2: think professors also think, oh, because you guys are online, you have more time. Yeah. Um, there's more time, so watch these, like, hour videos before class, and then come to class, and we'll do, like, practice. And it's like, I understand where they're coming from, but because... it's all online. I mean, it doesn't really mean we have more time to do more school. I feel like it actually became more overwhelming because you don't have like, okay, you don't have to walk from class to class. So here's like an uh, an hour video that you can like watch instead where it's like, no, because I'm already on my screen all day and I'm already trying to make like, my circumstances work. Like, if you're home, you have, a like, big family. Like, I have a huge family. Oh, yeah. I have, like, little siblings running around yeah. and, like, a baby who's, like, she's <laughs> a one-year-old. Like, I can't make yeah. stop crying if yeah. we're in discussion. Yeah. And it's, like, it's it, people don't really take into consideration those things, especially if you don't have to live in, like, you know, a, a difficult... Or not difficult, but just in, in like, like, yeah. at, like a home where, like, you have your own space. You don't really think yeah. about, like, other people. Yeah, story.
3: and same with, like, resources. Sorry to... Yeah, but it's, it's just so that... I know, like I was, I had to watch Zoom on my phone. Like I didn't have, like my computer was so old it could not (laughs) handle Zoom at all, and it didn't have, like it was so hard to use. Anyways. And they're like, I, because I work in electronic media and my major focuses on like using technology and I have to use like a, the Adobe Suite Premiere, and, um. and then like um, Logic and uh, all these different programs that I don't have access to. My school does. Yeah. So it's like, how, how am I supposed to do this? I, like, I can't buy this. It's too expensive for me. My computer's too old. I usually use the one in the library at school. Yeah. So yeah, that was rough.
0: I think um, oh. before anyone, yes, yes, go. Going off of
4: that. Yeah. Like... If you are going to, if you're teaching an online only class, do not assign, do not make your class requirements based on something that a student has to buy. Yes. Like yeah. for me, um, for one of my classes that I was taking fall 2020, they were like, you cannot have this computer because I want to use this specific lockdown browser yeah. and it doesn't work on Chromebooks.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. That's and, the same thing I went and through. I
4: was like... Well, what am I supposed to do? I already paid for this class. Yeah. And he didn't tell he didn't even the professor didn't tell us until like we were already signed up. It wasn't like that. a it wasn't like a heads up when you when you wanted to register for the course. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, sorry. You're going to need that." And I was like, "Well, is there anything I can do?" And he was like, "Nope. Get get a laptop that works." Oh my god. So, luckily I was able to like I had to just kind of schedule around with my with my dad and be like, "Hey, Whenever you're not working, can I go take this exam really quick on yeah. this lockdown browser? Yeah. But th- there shouldn't be paywall, extra paywalls behind the stuff that's already you're already, already, going to you're school already school. Yeah. paying yeah. for so much money, basically paying the same prices that you would pay if you are taking things in person. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it's online. Yeah, there's I'm not going the same experience. Yeah.
0: So this has been Stratosphere um we are really glad that you were able to listen to all of this we hope that you're still here (laughs) um and yeah it's great to it's it's good to end bye